Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 25 of the Design Details Podcast. I'm Brian Lovin. And I'm Bryn Jackson. This episode, we talked to Chris Kalani and Danny Trin. Chris spent some time at Facebook, and now he is the CEO of Wake, which is a really great new startup. I've been using it every day. Brian's been using it every day. And then Danny uh, worked at Path. He worked at Dig with Kevin Rose. He's started his own thing now called Free. He just announced that. You can go check it out. We'll put it in the show notes. These guys are doing some awesome stuff. I love seeing these early stage projects. So it was really cool to have them on and talk about the hardships and the fun parts and what gets them excited. It's good. Lots of energy. Anyways, if you've been enjoying the show, follow us on Twitter. We're at Design Details FM. We'd love to hear from you. We have open DMs, so shoot us a message if you want to chat. Also, keep those iTunes ratings coming. We love to hear Crushing your feedback. It. Yes, it's been amazing feedback so far. Uh, if you're enjoying the show and want to support us, just pull out your phone or your computer and head over to the iTunes store. Uh, that's where it helps us uh, the most. And give us a rating. We'd love to hear your feedback. Before we get into this episode, we do have one brand new sponsor this week. Huge thanks to LaunchKit.io for sponsoring this episode of Design Details. So LaunchKit is a really cool project uh, started by the people at Cluster. They're building some really cool stuff. They, uh, it's, it's just for designers and developers. It's great. It's like the simple things that you need. So they have this thing called Review Monitor that posts all of your app reviews into Slack or Twitter or your email, whatever. It, it just like gives you the reviews without you having to go look at them because kind of like navigating through the iTunes store over and over to the same thing is kind of not awesome. And they just came out with a second tool called Screenshot Builder, which is perfect if you're working on any sort of mobile app. Basically what it does is it helps you create really gorgeous app store screenshots. Uh, it's going to auto-generate all the resolutions you need for iPhone 4, 5, 6, 6 plus, 7, 12, 8, 9... Any iPhone, uh, it's going to resize all your images. They give you really awesome point-and-click design tools. You can, you know, put in a nice iPhone screenshot with your app's design on it. Put some. It's text really in. built for developers and project managers, so that you don't have to spend time doing it because it sucks. It's not fun building screenshots, but if you're pixel perfect and you really want to like get in there and do every single one, they actually have templates for Sketch based on screenshot builders, so that you can go in and do it one by one by one if you insist on doing it basically if you're working on an iphone app you kind of have to use this you have to do them anyway why not use the easy tools so check them out they're at launchkit.io they're building a bunch of really awesome apps review monitor and screenshot builder that make your life as a designer easy they're building tons of new stuff they've got a bunch of uh articles written to help you process different things for launching your product it's a really great resource and they're adding more and more you can check them out at launchkit.io big thanks to launchkit and with that let's get into episode 25 with danny trin and chris kalani okay so what are you guys working on um yeah so i started a company called wake about a year ago my co-founders are in norway shout out to uh tobias and johan shout out to bakken and beck those are my boys and girls out there in norway and wake is wake is absolutely just it's kill it's great but yeah so wake's a tool for designers to share what they're working on i think both of you guys are familiar with it now but those out there listening um yeah just a way for you to passively share what you're working on from the very beginning stages of conception like sketches all the way to prototypes um get feedback from your team and just sort of get everyone involved early on yeah it's going well been working on that looking to hire some people now awesome yeah no and uh same we're uh 
team building an app that's about to come out and launch right now i, I got the uh, no shave till uh, ship little this is a solid week and a half of facial hair wow. for me and so uh you know it's definitely it's for, only me, been a week and a half. for me it's at its creepiest length i've ever kept it at and uh you know it just looks like a bad accident like you know i just got really lazy about shaving and uh no it, it's called free and uh, we're, we're about to to put it out there oh, yeah. did you submit yet about to about All to right. it's gonna be okay so by so the time be, this airs will it be live next wednesday when this airs probably not by then but you know if it is i would yeah i guess let's you guys yeah, should try put it in the show notes put it in the show well, notes yeah. yeah we can put it in posthumously no oh, we have okay. to do it right now we have to right draft now? it right now okay. yeah no but uh wait can you say what it is uh, I mean, like I'd say the at the highest High level. at the highest level, yeah. it's made uh, just seeing all the friends and like uh, seeing everyone that I like to hang out with normally a lot easier. Like last night, I was it was Cinco de Mayo and I was gonna stay in and just be boring, but because of the app, like I think three or four people randomly kind of all got together and you know we properly were able to celebrate Mexican independence because of it. <laughs> and uh, it, it's been magic. It's like it's um. Anyways, I, I guess I look forward. I to I got to see a quick preview. Yeah, the first time I met you, and it was pretty cool. It's awesome. I saw yeah. Kevin Rose using it. That's a good start. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think I can't wait to. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get a, a bunch of folks on it and uh, just see if they agree. Yeah, it's always hard with these kinds of apps when it's like all your friends and one of your best friends is working on it. It's like, okay, do we just like this because yeah. it's all of us on it? So it's, <laughs> I mean, it's always the. I think that's such a good thing to discuss. Like out here, there's some people working on things, and like you kind of have like that friend obligation to uh, use the stuff that they give you and test it and like be really friendly and helpful. But there's also a point where you sometimes you got to give that real talk. Like, hey man, like what you're working on may not quite hit the mark yet, or like, hey. May, may not be great. That's stressful, right? Have like, you done that? Oh, absolutely. Well, like, how often, like, if someone's like, oh, I'm working on this, and you're like, ah. You have to do it constructively, though. I think like, it's constructively. Like, hey, like yeah. I love this, but it's not yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> It, or I, not I, good enough. I mean, it can yeah. be good, but sometimes it's just like, oh, yeah, this won't go very But I, I think it's just, you know, in our industry too, like people respond to different levels of critique very differently, right? Yeah. Like some people, you Absolutely. can say like, hey, you, you're sucking or this is crap, and they respond to it really positively. And there's some people who when they hear that, they just clam up. And like they're like, oh, they you, you you, that was so unconstructive. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was not very friendly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, I'm sorry, man. Like real talk is, uh, yeah. And like, and then, then you, what sucks is when you have to sugarcoat your feedback and be like, hey, man, like you're doing such good stuff. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at, at, a, then, at a low level, yeah. that that button is really great, but yeah, yeah. the app concept kind of blows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in the meantime, I'm like, oh yeah, then check it out. I'm like, ah, I don't even have it on my phone anymore. But like, uh, uh, this is awkward. This is great. Yeah. Oh no, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure everyone here has kind of suffered from when you work on something that, you know, not everyone gets on board with and you're like, damn, that kind of, you then know, you gotta kill your baby. I, yeah, yeah, but I think one of the keys to being a good designer is just not getting too married. Just being yeah. able to like, oh, okay, there are better ideas out there. We should yeah. take everything into consideration. What's that word, kill your darling, or phrase, kill yeah. your darling? Yeah. Like, that's the fucking best, that's yeah. the fucking truth, right? Some of the best stuff has come from when I just yeah. completely scrap stuff and just like start over. You know, my favorite thing to do is sometimes if you're like stuck kind of in a rut when you're working and like you don't really you don't know the path forward just delete the photoshop file or delete whatever the file is and like the, the good st- you'll remember the good stuff yeah yeah like it's, it's weird you know, how you're, you're, you're subconscious choose on this stuff right like you, your subconscious knows what's good and what's not good yeah right but yeah trust your intuition but, a little but bit. you at the desk and you in the review and you in front of your peers you you're like oh no everything yeah, like i don't want to uh, i don't want to say everything's bad right but sometimes you just gotta throw everything out and just see what you remember i think burka taught me that that was uh that's like something i do all the time you just you know yeah make cool stuff that way so speaking of burka let's talk about how you guys got out here a little yeah because i know both of you are from outside of the city just yeah. about everyone here yeah. seems to be i can start um yeah i was just working in portland oregon 
Um, I had worked for a startup for a while, um, and then I was at a design agency um, doing a lot of work for Microsoft. And I, I remember getting an email from uh, Bobby Goodlot. Shout out, mm. Bobby. Bobby G. One of, one, of, yeah. one of our boys. But so actually, so I, I, got a, I got an email. I got an email from him just like, hey, man, um, really like your work. Like I've stumbled a upon it a couple times like over the over the months like would love to talk to you about working at Facebook um this was in 2009 and I remember like I was like pretty flattered but at the same time I was like Facebook like I don't know if I really want to go there I just got an account like mm-hmm. a year ago I'm not super into it mm. so but okay it's a little side was story was it still college <laughs> don't see it going anywhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not at all I was like this this will probably fizzle but okay. <laughs> so um little side story later on I got really involved in recruiting at Facebook and I actually was looking on the the wiki and there was actually this canned email where it's like here you could send this email to potential candidates and it was exactly what Bobby had sent me uh, and so uh, like, but this was like you know four <laughs> years later and I was like I just felt less special like, uh, like Bobby just like uh, copy and pasted inserted my name yeah yeah, yeah. I don't it's know too bad man well I guess the, e- the email that started me like it, um I remember back in 2006, oh, that was when I first was like, man, I really I fucking want to go be out in SF. Like SF's the NBA, right? Like, you, you know, like when you're like wherever you grew up, it's not SF for most folks. You just see all this work on the internet that it's like the big that inspires yeah. Yeah. you and you're like, wow, that's awesome. And like, fuck, I can't do that. And like, I want to someday. And that's how I felt about a lot of the work on Dig. Like, I remember when I used the first version of Dig, Kevin had just like ripped off the Mozilla.org website. Like the header was literally copying the source. And that's what Daniel Dale <laughs> yeah. worked on yep. it. Yeah. Birkin I remember designed the Mozilla page, right? Yeah. And I, and I remember when there was a big jump from that, well, the old Dig to the the, the newer like you no know, the web 2.0 dig that everyone remembers and be like holy shit that's incredible that's like that's really awesome and then the dig v3 came out and i was like whoa whoa that's even crazier and so i i remember i sent an email to i sent an email to burka that was like literally i, I have it and it starts out like hello mr burka at the time i said i was 15 like i thought it was like, you know, like hello he, he mr burka. Like mr rogers so it kind of makes yeah, sense right? yeah yeah no seriously and uh yeah he seems like the nice older neighbor he's just he's he's all, yeah and i, I was I just sent a like a kind of form thing I was like I kind of build these apps in my free time and I would love to hear if there's like a what behind like you're thinking behind the work like the things that are non-obvious and like if any recommendations you know you send an email like that and you're just like you kind of push the internet and you don't know what you're gonna get back yeah, yeah. and uh I remember back I, when you were young you didn't care wait, you, yeah you, you were just were like 15 yeah, yeah I was 15 when I first sent that one yeah How old are you know I'm 24 now but I remember I sent that email and I remember like I had no response for three weeks and you're like damn it I <laughs> fucking I goofed you know like oh man like Sitting he's back. not even yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, then finally, I remember an email came in. I remember that I read like just the title and Gmail. I'm like, oh shit! Like, oh, like, oh that's amazing. Um, and I opened it, and it was actually it was like I, it's what I call like a seven dollar email. Like when someone t- takes the time to write out, like you know what the same amount of effort you probably put into writing a long medium post. So you give me this. Why like, is it a seven dollar? Yeah, why seven? Uh, just like, you know, like a seven dollar burger, like <laughs> like, sort of like a nice. Wait, you know, okay, yeah. yeah, Carl's Jr. Well, yeah, so I mean, <laughs> a seven dollar really burger nice, anywhere outside nice of San Francisco. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or fifteen, the fifteen dollar email. <laughs> yeah, no, and then you just there was like fucking crazy shit, a like ton of advice, and then I just like, hey man, like I really want to love to make it out here, and then he's like, well, let me know the next time you're in SF. And I remember thinking that moment, like, oh shit, I need to f- I need to find my way to SF. Yeah, and but I'm like, I'm in North Carolina, like, how do I get to SF? So here's how I did it. Mm-hmm. I literally here conned comes. my tire parents into sending me to. I found out Stanford had uh, summer classes, so in between my junior senior year of high school, I'm like, guys, this is gonna be really good for my college application. Uh, <laughs> send me Smooth. to Stanford. <laughs> the they had my the parents. Were 
under the impression that I was like in Palo Alto doing the Stanford classes when really I was like in SF and like doing the minimum oh, Caltrains no. down Dude, a week. Let's hope they're not listening to this podcast. Ah, we, we've come out. to terms with okay. this since then. But I spent the entire summer being that weird kid, like that weird 16 year old who's like at every company, like every dig hangout session. Like I, I can only imagine like being our age, like if there was a 16 year old who was always around us, like at the bar, at the like kickball, like back then it was very nerdy. Like I'd be weirded out probably. I'd be like, where are this kid's parents? Like what is he <laughs> doing here? Um, and then it was through that summer that I secured the internship and like began. Internship at? I dig. So like right after I graduated high school, like a week after I, I came here and uh, you know, it, a summer there turned into just a, a full on year, just becoming a full designer. And uh, yeah, from then it's like I owe Burke everything. But what about you that guys? A pretty good yeah. ramp. That's a pretty good ramp up to start at dig in sort of its heyday and probably got some amazing. So, ne- oh, so yeah. neither of us went, went to design school or even went, went to college. Oh right? no. Like I, yeah, I never even, I didn't never even enrolled and never even considered it. Actually. Never even considered it. Yeah. When I basically, I started coding in the eighth grade and then kind of got really into it during the summer between middle school and high school. And yeah, I just kind of was like doing, doing that sort of stuff in high school. And right when I was about to graduate, I was like, um, I don't know, should I go to school? I've already been like kind of doing freelance. Like I really enjoy this. I already know I want to do it. Like most schools I kind of looked into around that time. A lot of the teachers, it's like they've never actually like worked in the real world. And I had already done all this stuff and kind of like interned at like agencies. And so I got a job right out of high school. And yeah, it's like, it just basically was like kind of so fresh and new that I didn't really think that going to school was going to like get me ready for it. I just was like, I already know what I want to do. I'm just going to do it. Did you have to convince your parents of that or were they pretty? No, super supportive. They, they never pressured any of us to go, go to school. Um, which was cool. I mean, if we would have, they would have supported us, of course. Based on your experience, if you were talking to like someone in high school right now, would mm-hmm. you say skip college? Mm, I think if you have the discipline hard, yeah. and you know what you want to do, then I mean, no. we have the luxury in, in the design world that like experience counts for so much. I, I know I have several friends that had gone to design school and kind of got out. And when they got out, they had no experience and no one would hire them. You know, they spent a lot of time working on projects that were, you know, like, you they know, don't have didn't have ship. any constraints. Well, I, I yeah, you got like like to define what school stuff. is for design, yeah, for yeah. design. If you want to learn the fastest, if you have the, the right discipline, the right talent level, the best place to learn is to like find a good mentor out here and find a company where you're doing real work and shipping to a lot of people like that's literally the best way to learn right yeah, yeah just throw yourself into it that's the best that i like that's how i learned everything like, like you yeah you're gonna you're, like, say you're, yes to a project and then figure it out you gotta you know, fuck up and go. fail so many times with real stakes that you start learning you know versus when it's purely like academic like i'm sure you can kind of recreate a lot of it but it's not going to be as meaningful right when it's like you know you have colleagues with a real and a, there's a real business and like your success is actually you know is the reason like, there it's different than being like oh this is a term assignment and it's done it's due like in a month or two like yeah yeah i don't know i like, think shipping stuff out here is the best way to learn right and maybe not necessarily in sf but just shipping stuff that like in real general. use yeah yeah that's gonna a mentor of mine um I haven't talked to him in a while, but uh, a guy that I kind of always keep, you know, checking in with and actually convinced me sort of like that Facebook was a good idea is a guy named Harper Reed. And he he gave me this advice really early on was just like really early on in my career was just like say yes to as many projects as you can because because you have no idea who's going to see that mm-hmm. uh you know who you're going to meet along the way where their career is going to go and like you're you know you, we all this is a really small scene and you end up meeting people along the way and 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 every project leads to something so that, that was kind of what i just did just started working on just yeah. random stuff and like just anything I could get my hands on. That's yeah. sort of where I got that experience. Even starting with like little things that don't matter that much, if you just start shipping it, people will pay attention. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, exactly. And and the biggest thing is just like as soon as you get an idea out of your head, no matter how tiny it is, just get it onto the internet or just get it in front yeah. of like some friends. Now it has a chance to finally like 
evolve absolutely it, it can't go anywhere if it's still yeah. here yeah, or yeah. just like a conversation like i i just want to like i just want this to happen fucking do something about yeah, it yeah well you, you you just learn so much right like there's all these things you can try and anticipate how people are going to respond to it until you actually see them like in, in for real yeah. you know yeah so not to pump the app that i'm building but basically that's like kind of the idea is it's like the earlier a designer can share that the earlier someone else can like you know see yeah. it be either be inspired by it or have like a different opinion and so things can evolve a little earlier instead of you know a designer you can get you know, chewing on something yeah. for a week or two and then presenting it once they think it's ready. It's like, well, it's like the hero designer. Like there's, it's easy to you get want to carry mindset. the weight on your back. Yeah. Like saying I will absorb the problem and <laughs> yeah, emerge yeah. in a, yeah, yeah, in a yeah, month yeah. with the answer. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Go run around the desert. The idea is a caterpillar. <laughs> I'm feeding back. it from my brain. It <laughs> yeah. will emerge a beautiful this butterfly. Is, I, this is one of the most consistent things I've heard from the designers we're talking to is just show your work early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. One sure. of my favorite features of wake is the camera. Like the fact that I can just share it to my team and it pulls through webhooks right into Slack and we have yeah. a feedback channel. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. if you just get a <clears throat> hip chat integration. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no one uses zip chat. I, I mean, like, I mean, like it's, it's kind of cool. Like uh, today I was down at Google Ventures and they're kind of doing this thing where they're going through the sprint. And like the, the coolest part the of the design sprints, sprints, right? Yeah, the design sprints. They're really, you know, check them out definitely because Google Ventures. They've got a book coming out about it. We should, mm-hmm. uh, but they also have like a blog post, I think, where most of like, the, yeah. the key pieces are already out there. If I describe why the process is so great in one term is that it allows you to fail really quickly and put a lot of generate a lot of stuff put a lot of stuff on the table in a structured way and let you take enough steps to like make time to step back and like look at everything at a broad level and i think that's the best way to work right because you talk about your designer i think that's actually one of the hardest skills for people to learn is like divorcing your ego from your position yeah right because it really sucks if we all work crazy hours and you're like bleeding and sweating so hard and like like oh man i want to make something awesome and it really sucks when you're like i think i've got i think i've got it but like holy shit like you know i'm surrounded by like-minded talented people and when i put myself out there like i don't want it to i don't want to be the guy who like but us made us go down the, the way that sucked or, or, or made yeah. us build the build the thing that sucks and it's like well that's the reality right like no one's perfect but yeah the, the if you if you can disarm it and set up the team in a different way or set up the process in a different way where it's not about you or like oh man yeah, yeah. can't believe fucking yeah. Kalani made us <laughs> that registration flow sucked our conversion is like down 25% why the fuck you design it like that man like you know like this guy's a clown you know but it, and when you can change it from that like no 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 as it's like as a team we're gonna kind of assess everything and like we want to fail quickly because it gets us to a better place and like that's how you think you'd be a lot of a, a much healthier process I, I i think the reality is most teams don't have that uh mo- most teams yeah the notion of the hero designer or like the lead or like the invincible that happens from having like segmented like a ux designer versus it's like, like a designer because it's like oh well this is my job like yeah. yeah one thing that was actually awesome about working at facebook was there, there's very few egos walking around there i don't i don't know if it's like that now there's incredibly talented people and they've all been super down to earth every time yeah I, like, and so it's them. like as a designer or even as an engineer it's like if a designer had a, a different way like oh like maybe we should build it in this way or if an engineer had a better like user experience it's like we would just take that because we're all working on this thing together it's like we want to we want to ship the best possible product like there's no egos walking around so that just kind of led to us all sort of like working really well how long were you at facebook uh two and a half years a little over started in 2011 oh so when you left that then you started wake yeah yeah, and Wake was started kind of on accident, to be honest. It's like oh. I was just I was just kind of hanging out in San Francisco, doing the same old thing. I didn't know what I really wanted to do, and then went out to hang out with my friends in Oslo, and we built the first version of Wake for their agency. They have a sixteen person agency, and yeah. so we we built the first version there, and then like kind of over time, we're like, hey, this is like become really valuable for this company. Other companies wanted to use it, and so it kind of just turned into a company. Like we didn't really. I, I had an idea the other day where I was like thinking, why has no one built a better version of this? And I hope you guys build it. Okay. Like, I don't know about you guys when I 
share mocks. Oh my God. Like uh, versioning suck. I basically use a Dropbox folder where I number everything. And then if I want to split a particular step into multiple theses, I'll be like zero one dash A and dash B dash uh, yeah, C. Yeah, yeah. And like realize no one has actually solved this problem. Or like I've yet to see it. It is a hard problem. Without like a, a very ton of labor, you know, of own, like. But yeah. yeah, that's what Layer Vault was working on, right? Yeah, but I mean, Layer Vault kind of had that. Like, they had versioning, but like I'm, I'm talking more like if I want to present to you the spec, version on top of that spec for sure. But also like super light ways to like annotate a particular mock or like point details out. Like I would fucking love that. Yeah. I think I hope Wake builds it because you know I. Need <laughs> or else, yeah, we may be working on something. Ah, yeah, there we go. Whoa, now we hey. got the meat <laughs> air horn. Burp, burp, like this is. Yeah, we just need it. Can we just install an air horn button? Yeah. But in the that's, table that's, that's the reality right is like it's, there's, it's, there's such like a dark magic around everyone's thing and like it's it's the same with designers like I, I actually I just realized I don't really talk about how I share specs really because you're always like fuck I don't want to be that guy that's like the way I share specs is really stupid and like <laughs> this is really you know bad. you know and like everyone else is like don't you fucking use XYZ I'm like nah yeah but that, that's so dumb yeah. I mean I've always yeah. been about just like use use whatever works for you like for yeah. a long time I was like using flash to like do vector work and stuff it's just yeah. like whatever you're using whatever. flash to do vector work that's some rookie <laughs> yeah. shit right there dude <laughs> yeah. Man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the real talk is I have, I, I know Back everyone's on sketch, but I've yet to like really yeah, yeah. Jump, See, I mean, make that yeah. jump. Uh-huh. It's like, I guess it's like you have such a proficiency in Photoshop, but this, this goes exactly. back, it's like this goes, yeah, this goes back decade. to the theme from earlier about like relearning, like, you know, the latest since it's, I haven't like, you know, adjusted. So maybe I'm going to become a dinosaur soon, but like, it's just like, I know Photoshop so well that like the idea <laughs> yeah. of resetting it all. Yeah. I have used sketch aggressive. for some things and it is, it is really nice. I think it just is like, I, I'm a little slower in it. Have right you now. seen uh, that aligned pixels thing? There's like, uh, I think Mark Edwards and another guy started like a Slack channel, like a public Slack channel for designers and they call it Aligned Pixels. No. They were just talking about that today about like what Sketch is really good for versus like Illustrator and Photoshop. And it's basically like small Boolean stuff or just moving things around on a page. Right, mm. yeah. It, it can't be everything. Like I use Photoshop to do raster icons because I'll do them all like yeah, yeah, individual yeah. size. But yep, I just can't yeah. work in Illustrator. I'm scared of it. Yeah, I barely know how to use it. Illustrator? Yes. Yeah. It's... I, it's the hardest thing I've like, <laughs> yeah. you get into the UI and you're like, all right, well, I don't know any of these shortcuts. I don't know any of the keys. Don't know what any of these icons do. Yeah. I'm gonna quit. With, as a, as <laughs> like done. a developer for a while, kind of off and on at, like at the beginning of my career. And um, yeah, I had, I worked with a designer that used Illustrator and like whenever I had to like build whatever they designed like oh, for the web, I was just like, like, what is happening? Why? Like, why are you doing this, yeah. man? Yeah. Why do you hate me so much? Uh, yeah. Like what? Yeah. No, the tools are great. And like the people that can use them really well, like Nick yeah. Slater, every time I see him doing something in Illustrator, I'm just like, holy shit, you're a wizard. Yeah, like, yeah I don't understand it. Yeah, man. Okay, so someone brought it up in Periscope, so I got to ask about okay. the the commercial, the oh. weight commercial. Okay, what'd they, what'd they ask? They asked, where's the guy from the commercial? Because I think they thought you were oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you were yeah, Will that's, Wilkinson. That's, that's William Wilkinson. He's he's a little Canadian friend of mine. Uh, <laughs> a little, he's a big, big. No, he's, yeah, he's yeah. he's taller than I am. But yeah, so I mean that whole thing was was super fun. Um, he had just left Meta Lab, um, Andrew Wilkinson's agency. He's also a good friend of mine. Wait, and, wait, are they related? Yes. Holy oh, shit! They're married, actually. No, they're brothers. <laughs> 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 had to clarify. Um, but yeah, it, he had just left Meta Lab, and I was heading back out to Norway to basically launch Wake, and it, it just kind of matched up. And I we we wanted to do a video. We wanted it to be like something pretty fun. I liked the videos that he had done for Manual and Every Day, and where he just throws phones. Yeah, yeah. Just for the hell of it. So I mean, I. Just like well, I, I, I just asked day. him, I didn't. I had no idea if he would be interested. I was just like, "Hey, like, do you want to come out to Norway? Like, like I'll pay for you to come out. Like, we don't have like any money right now, but like I'll pay for you to come out and like hang out with us for a couple weeks." And it was super fun. I mean, it was during the winter, which sucked. It was like five degrees when we got out there, which I did not 
enjoy, but we got a lot of work done and the video pissed a lot of people off, but also why, wait, a lot why of people did, like, why did, why did okay, it piss people off? I had, to, yeah. I had to shut the YouTube comments. There's just, there's just people that are like, that's so unprofessional. Like there's so many, there's so many, there's so many angry shit. people yeah. in the world. You just oh, gotta, yeah. gotta brush the yeah, haters, so many, brush the haters off. Did that video get? Uh, it's a little over 20 Oh my god, now. Mike Davidson's know. watching and he's like, no one knows how to use Illustrator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike D is in the crib. What's up, Mike D? That's blowing my mind a little bit. That's Mike D? I, I know, okay, I am, yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, yeah. I'm pretty decent with Illustrator, but it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's We actually got pain. some people email oh, us. Backpedaling over here. Yeah. We got some people email us and they were like, hey, like, we actually really want to use your product, but we can't show that video to our, like, our higher ups. And I was just like, dude, you shouldn't be working at that you company. Well, then you just don't film, show them the fucking you, video. You should have filmed two videos then. You should have yeah, filmed, like, a lot of that, yeah, that like, yeah. music at the end, uh, that which was, has that a pretty was a little unique bit, story, too. Okay, that has a story to it, too. So, yeah, it was originally from John Wick and uh, Will just thought it was funny. When he was editing it, he put it in. And then uh, Tobias, my co-founder, and I, and we all just actually just really liked it. We're like, dude, we need to definitely use that and so we obviously needed to license it and so we messaged the guy tebow to firecrackers the name of the, the rapper <laughs> and so you know we we messaged him and we we're just like hey we want to use this video we want to use it in the video sent him the video and we we're like how much would it be to license and then like they came back with like 700 bucks and we're like done like, we'll take it. Yeah. yeah so yeah we used it and it was pretty awesome and uh, his manager actually like sent us an email and was like yo Tebow digs a vid. So that, that was like, that was awesome. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Cool. Someone asked why Wake is based in Norway. And I think you well, briefly answered it because the studio was there. Yeah. So yeah, we had a very uh, unique setup there where, like I said, I went out to hang out in Oslo because I kind of want to get out of the valley for a little while. And my co-founders run an agency out there. So we just kind of like bootstrapped the whole thing, like me working on it and then using agency resources. And so, but the plan is to um, primarily be in San Francisco and hire some people out here, but we're still going to continue working with the team out there because they're awesome. So back yeah. up, why did you want to get out of the valley? Well, so I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I left Facebook. I kind of just left. I, I just needed a change. Not, You're just done. I mean, no, I love I love the company. I loved everyone. But I just kind of, you know how you kind of just get like that fatigue. You're just like, I, I have no I have no more ideas right now. Like I need to like, I just need a change. And so, yeah, I just left. Didn't really know. I had some ideas sort of rattling around in my head. And um, I just, they had actually visited a few months prior to me leaving. And they were like, hey, well, you should come out to Norway for a while. I had been out there previously with Bobby Goodlot. And um, yeah, I just, that, that was kind of why I just wanted to get out. I felt like I was just month after month just kind of hanging out. It's very easy to slack off in the city. There's always someone working from home. There's always like a, an event going on. Mm-hmm. A uh, podcast. We, we, li- we live in a <laughs> we live in a fantasy it's world. Always. Yeah, welcome it's always to, a potty. Welcome to podcast. a podcast. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thanks, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is our fourth podcast actually this week that, that Danny and I have done. Shut up. Together. Yeah, we're like uh, yeah, we're, we're, a little, we're a little tapped out of the yeah, uh, we're, podcast. We're on a tour game. right now. What other podcasts are we allowed? to No, we're actually completely. Lying. Oh, oh we should have come up with something. I'm you, sorry. You, come on. Now you gotta. Yeah. Well, Johnny Ive's starting a podcast. Well, actually, no. I was on the Super Smash Brothers uh, Champions <laughs> one with him, and we were debating the. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's really the cool. mechanics of Yoshi and why he's the best. Actually, yeah. Let's speed round Super Smash Brothers. Who's your go-to on Nintendo 64? Who's your character? Link. Link. Star Fox. Ooh. I like Link too, but I'll do Kirby to be like a, a be that che- guy cheating. Be that guy, <laughs> yeah. dude. Pikachu is where it's Pikachu, at. Oh. Man. That, that Thunderbolt. That Pikachu ex- got pretty good. That's uh, yeah. that expert character. Mm-hmm. 
got pretty good. I mean, he didn't change it in 64. <laughs> yeah, like, on, as, the, as the cartridge a- ages a little bit, like, <laughs> Jesus. It wears yeah. out just a little bit. He gets <laughs> <It's> really <laughs> maturing. He's actually nice learning. If, after, at a year, he just now. grows, evolves into Riot Chew. Like, what is, yeah. That should, that <laughs> should be an element. How would you get a Thunderstone in the game? Dude, someone tweeted at me today that I was, like, talking too much about Pokemon. Do you have you been them? I mean, like. No, no, no. Yeah. Now we talk about Pokemon for the rest of the show. I mean, the reality is Pokemon is, it's, it's the ultimate way. It's like it's teaching kids how to get good at a craft, either spend time, invest. The ultimate sure, way. Develop, <laughs> develop a team, give them the right set of Diversify skills. Diversify your assets. Yep, and, and you got to realize they have to complement each other. Like, you know, like you don't want to be all, go all electric or all oh, water. That, oh, no, like, you want to be fucking, dragon. Yeah. yeah. With a couple ice as backup. <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, Pokemon also, you think about it, it's like Magikarp become a Gyarados. Like, you know, you, you, something any, uh, anyone that's inspiring can be anything. Yeah. Great. You know? yeah i mean it's true and like the reality is too like wow, that's poetic dude yeah no i mean i never i never really was you know a magikarp geared <laughs> uh-huh. i mean i, uh-huh. I would say uh-huh. always uh, yeah. i want to yeah. be like a little bit modest but uh well actually you know, <laughs> you know my, my go-to <laughs> my go-to was pidgeot because i got a pidgey in like one of the first Ooh. worlds and i stand Ooh, by my baby. people pidgey we went all the it's way a lot of pidgeys we running went, around we went there. to the elite four with pidgeot like his sand the yeah but where was your rattata no, no, I mean we lost. Yeah, we, we lost that Roman pretty soon. Every pretty listener quickly. just like smashed their computers. I want to know what people are saying right now. Danny for Pokemon Gym Master President 2015. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's, I that's Sebastian Dewitt though. He's in there. Oh, oh nice. so, dude, he was on last seen, night. By the way, you should go check out his dribble. Put these. Oh yeah, in, you like, guys had talked about that. His Pokemon yeah, dribble, yeah, yeah. amazing. He's yeah, so, we like, talked about him last night. Yeah, that'll go up uh, he, the Monday after. This he actually out. has one. I know this because I thought it was so awesome. The Beedrill one he did. Very Oh, that dude, he took, he took uh, like a, a um, he had so many different variations on, it too, yeah. on his like uh sketch pad yeah looked amazing I don't know, that, who's busy that, guy he's that guy like um uh like that guy that makes the really cool movie posters that are really clever like oliver moss or ollie, ollie moss, moss. Ollie yeah. moss. Yeah. he has some really cool interpretations of the core like squirtle charmander uh, bulbasaur that were justin bezel awesome. does some really great ones too yeah Pokemon is a decidedly design-focused game. I mean, all the towns are named after colors, and it's Pallet Town, and I mean, it's just... Yeah, Verulean, yeah. Did you say Verulean? Verulean or Viridian Viridian and Cerulean. Uh, yeah, Cerulean. <laughs> That's actually my mashups. This is now maybe I Killing it. Fuck, I just lost the nomination. That's your new mixtape. I'm no longer <laughs> Pokemon out, Master President, it. you know? Yeah. So anyways, thank you guys for tuning in to Pokemon Details. Uh, this is... Uh, designing this, your team. Designing your team. <laughs> all right. No. You went from dig to path. Mm-hmm. Right? directly mm-hmm. yeah yeah like uh happen? so i think it was it was around tw- the, the end of 2010 i just come back and i remember i was thinking two thoughts in my mind at the time i was like whoa these mobile things are really cool but at the same time i'm terrified because i literally have no idea like i feel like really proficient at web but i'm like really absolute beginner um have never built an app before don't even know what goes into it and that's clearly the future so holy shit like, let's start looking around like who's the people that are like really big in this at the same time uh one of my best friends from dig this guy named matt van horn he literally tells a story where he like he had just started a path and he went out with uh, like on the honeymoon the the trip tropical vacation we proposed to his wife the night he proposed to his wife or something when he should have been dreaming about her or, or other <laughs> he somehow he had like a fever dream he's like why haven't i hired danny yet like i haven't brought danny yet. <laughs> wow um 
And uh, that, that's the way that's the way he tells the story. He was like, "Hey, come on in." And I, I'd known Dave from before, but I also met Dustin at Path, and Dustin's one of the co-founders. And Dustin's one of those amazing, like, unicorn, really great developer, really great designer, like the kind of person you're around. And you're like, "Whoa!" Like, I really want to be like this guy someday. And that that's why I went to Path. Like, I think in the, in the same way when we were at Path starting this company, it's like if you can find people that you really, really want to be like, or are much smarter than you, and like you want to work with, like that's always the true north. Yeah, Beyond absolutely. all the fear and stress and like indecisiveness, right? It's like it's easy to stay comfortable and like stay at a place you think is pretty reputable and think you have like a pretty setup. But I, I think all the best moves happen. Oh, yeah, I think every like time you move that jump. Yeah, every time yeah. you move jobs, you should basically like start your first day and be like, "Holy shit! What if they find out I don't know what the hell I'm doing?" <laughs> yeah, and Get then you then you grow into yeah. and then you figure it out. Like yeah. every every like move that I've ever made was like that. Yeah. Like, oh God. You really have that, like, cool, have you have that quick fear, like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember the first day I dig. I was like, this is, like I, I was still wore like boat shorts and like pastel polos and like <laughs> oh, a neon you yellow like fanny the pack. Ultimate tech, tech, bro. Yeah. No, no, no. Like I was just like the ultimate like just kid from the south who was like green. <laughs> Did you wear a visor? No, no, I didn't. Backwards? Uh, I did what I did. I did. The first place I went shopping, though, this is so terrible. The first place I went shopping, you get your first paycheck. You're like, all right, yep. let's oh. back out. I'm like, I hear this Urban Outfitters place is pretty cool. <laughs> I remember going in and there was like, the first thing I saw on a rack, it was like, I guess it was must have been like beta breakers, was like a rainbow windbreaker. And for some reason, I thought that was dope. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah. okay, I'm yeah. Cool, yeah, yeah. And so I just realized I was that kid uh, walking on a rainbow windbreaker with a bright neon yellow fanny pack. Dude, and, you like, wore that last week. Like yeah. two weeks ago when I, I met you, I've oh, yeah, seen a yeah. photo. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like wearing it right now. I'm like, yeah. got rid of You're, it. He's no. wearing a fanny pack underneath. It's a podcast. His, uh, you can't see it's anything. It's tucked yeah. in. Yeah. Why is it tucked in? No. Yeah, but that, that was uh, yeah. Like I've been, fuck. That was uh, that was those were the days. But yeah, and then I went to Bath, and uh, Bath was like awesome times. Great, great team. I mean, there. it's always had this crazy reputation for pushing visual design. Certainly, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and interaction. UI for, UI for, sure. Interaction, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that round menu. I remember like tons of tutorials coming out right after that. Like, how yeah. do you make this yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah. Well, how, how the that story that the bat button is epic. Like, it's like let's talk about the design process. I remember, so like, a path still has these multiple posting types. So you can post like a photo, a thought, and like music, and all like going to sleep and awake. And it was like, well, how do you put that many actions into like one button that's easy to get to and like is fun? Right. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the first pass you do is like the button with like a normal bubble popping up a little icon yeah. for everything. That's like probably everyone here is like first pass. It's like the, it's the first rev. And, you, and everyone mocks it up and you're like, oh man, like that's uh, like, it, you know, obviously it's the like obvious first pass. But you're like, that doesn't feel very fun. And there's actually, the, there's an engineer, an iOS guy. He um, he was literally the, the first guy to work on Apple TV. His name is Daniel Davis. I remember he was like, well, well, what if we had this button that you press the plus and like all these post types just shoot out like little Frisbees. Now that we've seen it, like you, everyone's like, oh yeah, that was no, that's like for sure. But in the moment when someone's like, she's a face, face, are, are you kidding me? You look at him and you're like, hey man, we've been doing all nighters like the last three weeks. Maybe yeah. like you should like get some rest, you know? Yeah. I think I feel like in the process, you always remember like the moments when breakthroughs happen. I remember he came in because he would sometimes just like take two days to go nonstop coding and like come in and show it. I remember the day where like everyone was at his desk looking at it and you just nonstop in the simulator, like clicking plus, close click. Yeah. And like obviously like the timing and some of the stuff had to be tweaked, but like, like holy shit, like this, like Daniel Davis, like, whoa. Oh, that's uh this is yeah, it's like you want to press it even when you yeah. don't want to post anything yeah i think that's the thing right it's the power of like really great uis you can take tasks that are otherwise pretty tedious or things that you may not want to do and if you can make them really fun then holy shit you have a shot at like you know 
of hitting the mark there versus, you know, I guess the obvious, the opposite of that's like, remember Google plus, like it was more delightful to destroy a circle. Do you remember that? Like you, all, oh, yeah. like yeah. you'd it kill it rolled and off. it rolled yeah. screen. It's like getting, destroying the utility that in this app awesome, is like the best yeah. part of it. And you're like, oh shit, like maybe there was a, a wrong appropriation of, uh, of, of time, you know? But yeah, I, I, yeah, that was a, that was a fucking awesome button. Yeah. And then I think a lot of people were inspired by it and uh, who knows. What are the companies you see right now doing that level of like breakthrough work on, even if it's free. mobile or web? Free. Wake. It's free and wake. <laughs> Besides, of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, is there anyone out there like really pushing? I think it's, like, it's for me, the companies I respect the most aren't the ones that are necessarily doing great UI, but they're the ones that are making products that are just so fucking great. Like what? Like Slack. To me, Slack is a really good triumph in that, like, let, let, let's go back. Before Slack I don't want to say their UI is the worst part, like the web wrappers and everything. Oh, no, that's, but that's well, like if you go back to when Slack first came out, right? Like, uh, yeah, there were alternatives. There's like HipChat, and there's a couple other ones, right? Yeah. And and like I remember, you know, the teams that just used raw IRC, mm-hmm. right? I think Slack is a triumph for designing great product and that they went to space that otherwise is not obvious. Like no one around that time was like, I'm building a group chat for teams and everyone's like, holy shit, you're on to something. Nice, <laughs> yeah, you're on to something. No, but it's like they went in, they put the elbow grease in, they sweat the details and the end result is this thing that you use it up and it's undeniable out of the box. It's like it has this Fisher Price ease and aesthetic and greatness to it. And you're <laughs> like, wow, this is great, you know? And for some reason it wins because it doesn't suck like the other ones do. And the other ones, like I'm sure every PM at HipChat or all those other companies are like, ah, oh, we don't have to build all those integrations. Like the teams will build them if they want them, you know? But they like spent the time to like custom Dropbox, custom Asana, custom GitHub integrations that made not just chat great, but everything else on top of it great. And to me, it's like, well, I respect the hell out of that. It's yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the non-obvious like they one-liner. Yeah. I think people just like typically don't want to adopt software like within an enterprise because it's like usually it comes from the top down and you just, I think there's this like natural like reaction to not want to use it. Like, oh, my manager wants me to use this. But like Slack yeah. like did a really good job of sort of appealing to just just sort of the lowest common denominator like yeah. user. Um, I think that's kind of like similar like what we're trying to do. Like yeah. we, we actually are very conscious of like not getting necessarily design directors or PMs to like sign up for Wake. We want like, we want to start with a designer. Because mm-hmm. you know, if, if a manager comes to you and is like, hey, we're going to start using this thing to track what we're working on. You need to start yeah. posting yeah, here all the time. Posting, everything you do needs shit. to go in here. You might not give it a chance. You're just going to be like, I don't really want to use this. And yeah. so Slack was just like so friendly and fun. And like it started with, you know, a couple people like trying it out. And then yeah. it just... Kind of well, it's also like a lot of the other stuff you people. try to use, like Campfire or whatever. I know that there are teams that live on them and love them, but it's like... Well, people loved a... them until Slack happened, too. People yeah. were like, oh, I just assumed this was salt. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I guess yeah, Slack is an example to me. Like, I, There's so many pieces and individual parts of Slack that I respect the hell out of, too. Like the story of the company, right? It's like they spent two and a half, three years building the Flash game, and everyone writes them off, and it's like, oh, what are these guys doing? Like, it's not really going anywhere. Oh, iPhone just fucked up your world. Like, you're in a Flash game, like, you know? And then out of nowhere, it's like they just reset. Set, reset the course, doubled down on, on something they thought was cool and they thought it might be useful and well, yeah, they're I think off. I, you know? A lot of the coolest things come from just building it for yourself. They were just using that internally, yeah. the first version of Slack, right? Well, yeah, yeah, it was part of a, I think it was like the in-game chat for yeah, something the that Butterfield is working yeah. on. Or, or the glitch. Tiny sp- or glitch yeah. hmm. I or hella respect to those guys. Oh, absolutely. That's just, uh, I think it's the reason why, what's that phrase, optimism is the force multiplier. It's just like in all the work you do, you know that you could be like one turn away from finding what your true north is, right? Even if things may not be great right now, 
now. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why you work so hard and why you put the hours in is because trusting that something's there and that you can get to it. Yeah. And then trusting that, you know, if you, if you focus on the work and less on the macro, like I think so many people out here are so distracted by the macro. Are we killing it or not? Like, is this the fucking next billion dollar thing? Yeah. Is this a unicorn? And it's like, no, at some level, especially as designers, it's like, or, or anyone out here who really respects their craft, it's like, does the craft fucking excite you? Like, is the, is, is the idea of waking up and making something great the reason why you work? Because if that is, just keep at it. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're going to ship great stuff you're proud of at the baseline, which is enough to make anyone pretty happy, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And then hope that, like, you'll find that way. Well, yeah, that's right? exactly how we all started, though. It's like we were just wor- doing our own stuff before we even, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I was just yeah. building stuff before I even knew that, like, it was a job. Like, before I, yeah. knew d- I could just yeah, be yeah, a designer yeah. or developer. No, I remember, like, like, doing album artwork, and I didn't think it was a thing. I was like, yeah. I want to be a musician. I don't know how to play instruments, so I'm just going to fucking design album artwork until something works out. <laughs> and this is design details hosted by Tycho uh, just like yeah. exactly yeah. versus like I, I, I think that something we're, that's really common out here is when people oh, get too yeah. focused on how horn on uh, is get, get too focused on like how the slosh is made and want to trade gossip on companies and all these headlines on like valuations and how much like you know how much was raised and all this shit yes that's a part of our you know of, of, of our industry, industry yeah. but it's like that's such a fucking wrong thing to preoccupy yourself on you know like you you always have like that really cantankerous snarky friend who's like I can't believe they raised that or, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like well why does that fucking matter man like do you think like, you're doing good work exactly yeah. That, I, yeah I always describe it just like everyone out here is just like playing this like crazy game it's like how many oh, people can I game. yeah it's, yes. a, it's a total game and you can game you can game the game I, I and I just really yeah. don't like that it's, yeah I think that the truth of it all is like the people who I find who win the most out here or who do the best stuff out here are the ones who don't give a fuck about that. Like, you know, you have, there's always that person on the team who's like way too obsessed with Twitter, like way too obsessed with Hacker News and has a fucking million opinions about every single fucking little thing that goes in and out, like all the uh, like uh, minutia of the industry. It's like, it doesn't matter, man. Like, did you did you ship something great because you were checking Twitter every five minutes? Like, no, like that's, no one out here is like, well, I'm so pumped. <laughs> You know, like, like that's and real then, talk. Yeah, that, I mean, that is real talk, but it's like, no, that, yeah. like that's, that's just, uh, I think that's just a recipe to not become very good at your skill set or at the things you, you know, you want to focus on. I think though, I'm not necessarily speaking from experience, but I think a lot of people find, like have all this pressure too on them where it's like, yeah, there's a lot of buzz that goes on. It's like, if you're an ex Facebook designer, you're the ex, you know, ex path designer. Okay. If you move on, it's like, you better do something really awesome. Whether, whether otherwise pre- you're still an ex Facebook yeah, designer. Whether that pressure is there or not, if you can get your head out of it and not get wrapped up in it then that's and that's a good thing but I definitely see people doing that it's like alright well I just left this company that's like I was like well, doing awesome I think, I think that's the mistake of identifying exactly. it's like of putting your e- it's like yeah your ego and your position too close right like exactly if yeah. you if you identify yourself too much and you wear that badge of like I'm, 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 the, I'm the shit because yeah. I'm from such and such or I'm from this place then you might find a world where like you're way too tied to that yeah you know? well and like, what it will really end up doing is just making you too afraid to actually just launch something and try it out and like yeah. iteratively like figure out what it is that you want to build yeah. but yeah this is coming up uh, a lot this week of just you're not your job title right but also now today there's like more posts oh yeah like, Dust, you're, Dustin you're, wrote that Dustin post. wrote that one and then there's now another one like you're not the company you work for like it seems like this is becoming a thing it's, it's like it's the hard piece right like I remember when I first came out I was so lucky that Dig as a company was a family right and because everyone's new to SF you're all looking for something to identify how to identify yourself right and it's like what well, you're trying to find your clan and so and I totally understand like people make fun of the kids that wear Twitter shirts or square shirts and you know maybe I make fun of them too but like what happens 
means is you know you're you're brand new to this city. You're trying to find your clan, and like guess what? You work real a lot of you spend a lot of time yeah, working yeah. on your stuff, yeah. trying to you know set the right impression, right? And in that context, you're basically making your clan these people. I, I understand it, and it's what I tell to those people is you know just. <laughs> I just don't tell them anything. I well, the, yeah, the, the, the one thing I tell those people is just, well, hey, like the coolest thing about our city is you don't have to go that far to get exposed to some really cool people. And guess what? Most people here don't think they're hot shit. Yeah. This notion of everyone thinking they're hot shit. Like, that's, you come in here thinking that people think that. But then yeah. the, the people see you, like caricatures on TV and they just assume that we're all tech bros. Yeah, yeah, but it's Silicon just like I, I'd say not helping. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't call it networking. Awesome. It's poking fun at us and that's great whatever yeah. well i mean like i wouldn't call networking so much as just like broad yes. horizons and change your context because you might don't, learn don't a couple go out there things. to network go out there and yeah. have a conversation yeah, that's it like definitely, actually valuable like it, it does take a couple of years after you move here to start making other friends that are either outside of tech or that are not are your company yeah, yeah yeah and when you go to a big company it's just natural it's like and i think yeah. it's like it's not necessarily a bad thing because you know you're joining a company that has an incredible vision that you have bought into clearly because you moved there to work there mm -hmm. And, you know, these people become your best friends. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Everyone can get wrapped up in it. I mean, Actually, the, the, inverse, the inverse, though, is it sucks is if you come to a company where it's like everyone kind of has their roots planted. Yeah. And you don't really, you can't really find your clan with that team. And so you're just like kind of new to SF and paralyzed. Oh, that that sucks too. But like I don't know. Yeah, going actually going back to why one of the reasons why I went to Norway. It's like leaving Facebook was was like a huge. It wasn't just like leaving a company. It was like my identity at the time. It's like yeah. something that's awesome about working for a company like that is anywhere you go in the world, you see people like using something that you're working on, or you know you can tell people not that often in your life. Can you just no matter where you are, say like, oh, I work at this place. And people are like, oh yeah, I, I know that. I use that. And so like once you kind of leave that, you kind of get this sort of like, oh shit, what did I do? Like who who am I? Like sort of the, the Zoolander. <laughs> what do I do with these hands? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Uh, it has like a stigma attached to it, especially at big places like Facebook and Path. Like they have this thing where it's like, okay, so you're going to do big things then? Like that's what you're yeah, going to yeah, do yeah. right now? Because if yeah. you left that, you have to be doing something fucking huge, yeah. right? Yeah, I think that's but crazy. yeah, I think it's just it's good to keep in mind that like that's not that's not really necessarily what drives us, and that's not really why we are got where we are. You gotta know? care more about the work. So what about you guys? What's the stuff that I, I feel like we gotta flip the tables here a little bit? What's going yeah, on, Brian? Yeah. What's yeah. what's what's well, new in Buffer the World? Curtain. Uh, we're having a lot of conversations at at my company right now about like where do you draw the line between product responsibilities and mm. what is a product designer's responsibilities and where does visual design come in? Like, should someone that's writing specs also be able to make it look good? How does this yeah. change as the team? Does grows? everyone think you're just like putting a coat of paint on things? Pretty no. digital paint. No, no. Well, no tell me, tell, tell me, tell me your team's like what's the makeup of your how many folks? How many designers are there? Uh, so it's me and one other guy. Mm -hmm. Company's thirty five people. Yeah. So what we've done is like when we build things, we break into like really small task forces. So you mm -hmm. might have like four people working on one thing. So you're going to only have like one person on the thing at a time. Um, and the question is like, can someone who thinks on a higher level about like overall product decisions and stuff, mm -hmm. can they fill that design role even if they don't have the visual skills? Like, because then does it feel fair to bring in like a product designer and say mm -hmm. only do the visuals? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like a chef. You know, you have like the chef team. It's like my, my question. Well, my well, yeah, my my, <laughs> my question there is just like, who's the chef? Like. 
when you think about it at that level, you almost wonder, well, what problem are we solving, right? And it's like, I'm, I'm not really familiar with your company, so I'm not certain, but it's almost like you pick the problem to solve and it's like, yeah, assemble your like SEAL Team 6, but you we use the problem. We are mixing pro- some amazing metaphors oh, here. Like you, you, you use the you assemble SEAL Team 6. Well, no, I mean, like, you, you, I feel like you, you get the problem and then, and then that's your true north, right? That's the basis from which you can argue with each other. Right. And it's like, yeah, anyone on the team should be able at some point to raise a serious concern and be like, yeah, I don't think we're actually solving the problem. Right. Addressing yeah. the problem, I think it's it destroys collaboration when there's a like a arb- arbitrary head chef. Someone used told me once like the hippo, the highest paid opinion. You know, and, like the, whenever there's a That's hippo, good. when there's ever there's like a hippo in the room, and the hippo is like making all the calls for like some reason, just because they're the bot. You know, they're like they're the guy. That's how you end up with like some really mediocre stuff. You know, versus I, I think like if you have a team where everyone's on the kind of the same page and like the juju is good and everyone's firing on cylinders, you have really good parity between people. You know, like then then, then the hierarchy makes less sense. Like right. drawing these lines is unnecessary. Like someone yeah. told me this really good line, which is you need less process with the more talent you have. Like if everyone on yeah. the team is really good at, and, and then kind of disciplined. Blanks. Yeah, like and drawing unnecessary lines between people kind of just fucks with the juju a little bit, right? You know, yeah. like you may be out at lunch with this little team of four and like, you know, maybe the en- just one of the engineers implementing something might be like, oh shit, you A, didn't think about this, B, and like B, like we have a like, serious blind spot here. Let's go back to the drawing board. But if they feel like, no, 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 I don't like fucking like... Kalani's not like Kalani's the guy like and I don't want to have to like get his approval and all that you know like that, that's yeah, how yeah. You, you change things there's one documentary I've been watching recently that I, I fucking love it's the the Kobe one I'll send you the link I think there's like a pirate version on Daily Motion Kobe Bryant uh, or Kobe, Kobe Beef Kobe Bryant okay. and the beef the beef is delicious <laughs> but he talks about how the best teams are the ones where everyone can just be really honest with each other and, and like talk a lot and tell each other when they're sucking and like not applying themselves or whatever and he's like you know the, you may think that that sounds really mean like that team isn't doesn't like each other and like like they're like, oh man, they're like always like patting each other on the back or like, you know, bumping elbows with each other. But the inverse is like a team where everything's kumbaya and you think there's like yeah, one head yeah, coach totally. and one guy. And, you know, that's the team that it's going to get beaten by that team where everyone's playing like, the you know, pushing each other. Yeah, pushing each other. And I find that the ability to push each other erodes pretty quickly the moment you feel like you don't have the right to push them back or like there's some hierarchy where like, I don't. This, these are like the exact conversations we're having today. So it's, it's, yeah. it's awesome to hear that. Yeah. It's like, I think the tricky thing to pull it off too is like that special mix where you're talking about the clans where it's like the teams that hang out with each other a little bit outside of work and like the teams that where like you have this trust at a really deep level beyond the form like the formal like oh this was the engineer you know like that's where you get like really fucking great teamwork is you know you've been through the trenches of them so for on so many other little safaris and other crazy little problems before that you just like okay maybe we're stressed out maybe we're at each other's throats right now but you like this is all in service of something great versus a uh, if you don't know the, the person that you're arguing with or debating with super well like the juju is not as high yes yeah, so- someone brought this up at a dinner that i was and it was like when you know people should be more concerned about the product than they are their own job and so a lot of times that kind of gets into the in like kind of what yeah. you were saying that kind of gets into the way it's like well, well i'm it's about i'm the head of this yeah. i'm the pm here yeah. it's like it's yeah. like whenever that happens like you kind of that's don't you know this is work. my baby yeah. like yeah what about you Brent? i'm not worried about it right now my team is seven people eight people. and you're the only mm-hmm. designer i'm the only designer yeah well it, it because a lot of people have been there for like seven months that's when things get tough you know what I mean like some people have been there for seven months I've been there for two and coming yeah, in that's also relatively fresh. pretty short yeah well it's all relatively short especially if it's like a two-year-old company but at this stage it's like oh like it's still a lot of maneuvering to figure things out because yeah. no one's like worked with an in-house designer there they were using oh, yeah, a studio using outside agency, yeah. no it's getting there though that's real talk yeah <laughs> raising money's hard so everyone's yeah. like out of the office half the time and then come back in yeah yeah 
It's I mean, a whole I mean, thing. That's hey, that's the that's the side piece, right? Of like, I think the more time you spend around actual companies, where like the realities of the business may change drastically from one day to the other, right? Like, ex- what experiencing? Holy shit! Like, we really need to launch this within this timetable because literally, like, we're not going to be in business unless yeah, yeah, yeah. something goes. You know, and like those are no one factors in at the top of the, the like the brief, right? Or you know, I read this really good book, Creativity Inc. You guys see like, Ed oh, Campbell? Yeah, I read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he, but I think he the best way he describes it is at Pixar they call it the Beauty and the Beast, where it's like the beauty is like you got to give the creative process time to blossom and to go through all those iterations and to fail and to find out where you were the true beautiful creative thing but the beast is well no like there's someone has to pay for all that and like <laughs> and like if they had their way they'd still be working on toy story you know like yeah, the, yeah, and sure. it's like how, the beauty versus the beast like when you when you balance those two there are a lot of folks who only understand the beauty part of it and, and get really mad or annoyed with the beast part of it like oh you know how can you shortchange my my process and that's like that's its own special skill to have are you raising money for your project or has uh, that not entered the picture yet yeah we just closed around two. Oh, nice. i feel we're like not, we're not being closed super... like the the night, the night I that you. i met you yeah that was yeah. the last um so we did yeah, a few so rounds we... of shots oh yeah, yeah. oh that's right yeah, danny <laughs> ran it back a few times <laughs> there were terrible shots it was like all show cheese yeah yeah we haven't really we honestly haven't announced it yet so like you heard it here first folks exclusive but yeah i won't i won't provide too many details but yeah we did which actually feels really good because you know we can hire some people and like really focus because the last year has just been like sort of just you know out of our own pocket and just kind of scraping by but we've made we've done i think really good work for what we were yeah kind of everyone had, yeah. i know that's used it has been just that's loving awesome. wake so yeah hey so if you guys could, a great if thing. you guys could just drop it like an like lead every conversation to wake and then get, <laughs> we'll give us every guest give us some beta up. invites all right and we'll give those out okay. to listeners sure all right. oh yeah definitely do that actually you guys should have like a workout a partnership like wake with every <laughs> well, wake, like, every like, oh, does, every, every guest this, uh, every guest of design details gets no no wake if you guys bring any envision people on i want to sponsor that episode all right so i want to go ahead and do that well well Envision's one of our sponsors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really? Well, that's actually time too. So, yeah. anything you guys want to plug? I'm um, sure there is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a Twitter account, as you guys found out. Which is such a Why? weird thing. Wait, 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 wait. I don't Why? like. I just don't like Twitter. I don't like the way people conduct themselves on on but, it. And well, how uh, are we gonna chat? Um, I use it. I only use it for the Wake account. Really, I th- I find a lot of value in that. But um, I just kept saying Wake Inks. Chris Clark. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that. That's that's cool. But yeah, no, honestly, I had an account and I was just posting way too many uh, nudes of myself and they shut me down. So, Jeez. The, the yeah. we'll look at some maneuver. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get that account maneuver. fired back up, but it's <laughs> not looking good. Someone keeps asking about where to where a senior designer should join up, but that's a really broad question. Where a senior designer should join up? Like yeah. what stage company are they asking? No. Well, they're like well, hey, Airbnb, Uber, Teespring. Oh, I, like say, right I say now. drop, drop I think, the junior I think you, senior. I think no. Off. I think Ed's talking before. It's like where you think you can learn the most, and like that you can define that so many ways, right? Like, is there a particular mentor there that you really want to work for? There's a scale or an opportunity to work on something that's uh, way bigger than anything you've ever worked on before, um, or, or do you think that you know the way the team is structured, like you're going to pick up all, for a lot of different skills that you otherwise yeah, don't yeah. have? And I think that's the right way to think about it because I mean the reality is right. Like unless you unless you join early Facebook, you join early on one of these crazy rocket ships, the math probably is not going to work out for you if you purely look at it as an opportunistic thing. Like the stock is going to be worth something, right? The equity is going to be worth something. But you'll probably stand a game way more if you look at it from the lens of how do I make myself like the most incredible at what at my calling. And that will serve you way better than being like, oh shit, I mean like Sprig is looking hot right now. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I love, you know, or like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. like 
Postmates. What? Yeah, Postmates yeah. is going big. In those both of those examples are great because it's like, wow, like look at something like Sprig, you're like, that's a kind of software that most people never worked on before because not only is there the software, there's also the delivery piece and you're actually building two UIs, one for the, the courier and one for the, the customer, right? Same with Postmates. It's like... It, I think, I think I think the biggest what, thing yeah. is where where are you going to have the most impact and where you're going to learn the most. Yeah. And if you're going to if you're going to join one of these bigger companies at this point, you know, odds are you're going to have a much smaller impact. Yeah. Like joining Facebook now. But you might have really yeah. awesome people to learn well, from. Well, I mean, like you know that that's definitely true. It just you depends don't, on you want to be that kid who goes home at Thanksgiving and it gets to name drop a really crazy cool company, but when you wake up in the night, you're like yeah. I'm, I'm redesigning the settings. Yeah, page. you're like okay, I'm working <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm on the settings team. Yeah. I'm like, we're fucking, <laughs> I actually we're fucking changing the privacy control game. Like, <laughs> like I remember back in the day Facebook there was like a little DJ version of Facebook settings where you could like oh, change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know that's like some kid who's just like fucking like oh my god like i need to like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna own this i'm gonna like, i'm gonna crush this settings ui like let's make it like a dj board where you're mixing <laughs> volumes of yeah but i think that's that's the reality right it's just where do you see yourself becoming the absolute fucking best because if you and I don't mean to sound cocky, but it's like if you aren't in this to become the best at your craft or have some level of ambition to become really, really great, then you this, this probably isn't the thing for you, yeah. right? Like I think the thing that drives most people is like, especially designers, is you look at someone else do good work and there's something about seeing someone else do really great work where you're like, fucking A, I want to be like, that's awesome, but I want to be putting out stuff like that. Or like, man, I, I, my, my, I want to be at that, you know? I want to put out stuff like that. Versus if you're like, oh man, that, that guy does really good work. Anyways, you guys feeling like brunch right now? Yeah. Like, we I'm thinking just collecting like, a check. like, are we doing notebook today? Like, uh, you guys like <laughs> ready for the weekend? And you're like, like that, like, oh man, that's just you're you're gonna you're gonna fail fast, or not even fail fast. You're just gonna fail in place. How do you balance choosing to go somewhere to work with people mm-hmm. versus having impact? I think they they tend to go hand in hand. Though, yeah. Right? Well, do they? I mean. The reality is, is like, do you mean impact? Like, I'm shipping things that a lot of people use, or like impact on the product. I mean, the reality, like, oh yeah, I should clarify that. Yeah, but I mean, okay, so so I'll explain. I'll explain like first two, like Dig and Path. Like, I went to Dig because it's a product I was a, I was obsessed and in love with. There was Burka, who I'm like, I, I looked up to him like a god, <laughs> or just some kid, and and you know, I was just so excited about it. And Path was a different one where it was judged on. I'm terrified that I know nothing about shipping on mobile and these people seem to be really smart about it. And maybe I won't have a lot of impact, but damn, I'm like, you know, I'm going to at least gain a few lessons out of it. I I think it just, it depends on where you're at in your career, I guess. It's like if you've already, if you feel like you've already sort of like sharpened a lot of your skills and like you have like a strong network and and all that, then like maybe go to a startup and take a challenge where you're, you know, you're working on something from scratch. And if you realize that that's not a good fit, nothing's stopping you from switching. I I think there's there's a nuance to that question too, where if you think that the founders are super sharp, and this applies to designers and engineers. Like if you think just the people in general are super sharp and on top of their shit and have really great experience and they're talk, tackling a really meaningful problem, fucking hey, take that, you know, versus, you know, you could go on that team and like get like drown in being in this like really big org where you may not actually have the growth you, you yeah, want. Yeah, I, th- I think you know? a lot of the next like question how- was, are there any startups or small companies with awesome designers? And the answer is yes, there are tons of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean... I think most of the companies that haven't gone public yet that are doing really big are like pretty reasonably sized design teams that I know of. And like, I think a lot of them are making really interesting problems. And, and it really comes down to you. Like, 
this is a good test I ask most people and they're like, oh, I'm thinking about a company. I have an offer from A, B, and C and they're all pretty competitive and they're all remotely good. And like, oh, how do I choose A, B, and C from like, imagine, put yourself in the darkest of the dark where you're like, you know, you're stressed out, even working, you're tired. You're like two weeks all nighters in and you're like really fucking hate, like everything about your body is physically turned down. Do you still see that the mission there and that the people there are like worth waking up and like heading in the office like when you, after you went to sleep at four and you just woke up at 10, you know, like that kind of situation? Because you can't, most people I'd say don't answer the question like that for all three of their options, right? They're like, ah, you know, I like this one because they're really reputable or like I like this one because <laughs> I think they're going to be very valuable, you know? And it's like, no, it's like, no, like straight up, if you've interviewed correctly there or if you've, if you've done your homework there, you probably have a good understanding of like, are these the people I want to be in the trenches with? Yeah, absolutely. And, and net net will all of the stress and years cut off of my life because of that stress be worth it and i uh i, th I think that that's the true north star like i think j just interview at a bunch of places and and uh you know if you feel like there's a mutual interest you're interested in them and they're interested in you then odds, odds are like you guys are going to mesh really well and if you get like, a good vibe I, I actually, like if yeah. you can like work with these people in general that's usually a good yeah. start yeah well, also, and That's also, the, also the beers test. You're like, would I want to grab beers with them after work? Do I want to spend the next like, even if they're fucking awesome? Yeah, even if they're fucking awesome, and, and the work is a really great problem. It's like, yeah. if I were brand new right now, like honestly, day one, if I were I'd just land SF and I kind of didn't know, know where to go, I'd probably spend a year, year, like try to do a year and a half, being like pumping through a, a shit ton of work, uh, and like getting my, like basically, it's like time in the weight room, like being able to take an idea from idea to like shipped client really quickly because you got to bet on that that's like the future skill that you're going to need like for example if you work at MetaLab, i'm not saying like MetaLab, you know that's not an sf but like you would get exposure to a slack you yeah, get yeah, exposure yeah, to sure. a shit ton of app apps that never maybe see, never see the light of day but at the same time you will like you'll be strong as fuck versus there are a lot of designers who they've only used traditional careers where they do the thing where you only like want to name brand name companies and only want to work for like, yeah, you know, big yeah. things. And they don't get as strong as that. Uh, they don't build as strong of a thing of like the process of failing fast, putting out a pumping out a lot of work and like answering for it really quickly. Cause they're used to cycles in these companies where like, you know, you have to wait to it's be like you great worked on it for a year and yeah. oh shit, it didn't ship at all. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like the thing about design too is like that most people don't even say is like the number of times I get hit up a week for like, oh, do you have any like scrappy designers or like, do you know any like any good guys you recommend? It's like design is still pretty like hard to, to to hire for because you know you have all these amazing, cool new companies and opportunities popping up, which means the talents spread really far. And so like there's at any one time it's like you're good and you get pretty good at what you do. Your the opportunities are going to be pretty great for you, right? Absolutely. But it's just that and big. Especially if. if you're really easy to work with, people yeah. will always hire people that they actually want to spend time with. Yeah. But I, I yeah, some of that some of that nature is just putting your 10,000 hours in. I think we were talking about that earlier. Or 30 one time. or 40,000. Yeah, all those hours. <laughs> that was something we were talking about earlier too is like there's a lot of folks who like, you know, maybe you're straight out of school and you get the opportunity to work at one of these big companies and you let it go to your head and you just think you're hot shit. And you never like get that, you never get that time where you get both humbled and realize you're not that great and you need to put that time in and put out a lot of crap, you know, to negotiate that gap and become good. It's like, yeah, and that, that's the, the hard part, right? It's like, a lot of guys just love dropping the big names or whatever and like living that yeah, life. The, yeah. And the, then in, in reality, it's like, oh, actually, uh, you're not it that got, good. It was pretty far along when you joined. 
Yeah. And there was a lot of people doing what you were working on, so you yeah. can't really take that much credit. Yeah, fucking buttoned yeah. up plaid with the Filson boots. And <laughs> oh, like, my God. Uh, yeah, we were nice, just talking about every nice, designer who... The nice backpack at the mill, you know, that, that one. <laughs> every designer who, like, arrives in SF is basically handed a uniform. And they're like, they have, like, a dope... They have a dope dribble with, like, super flashy UI. And they're like, I fucking made a movies app, yo. Like, you know, like, come on, man. There's a, ma- there's a thousand of you. Like, <laughs> you're still in, like, the D-League, man. Like... <laughs> ship some of that stuff before yeah. absolutely yeah but we're out of time uh well actually no I, okay actually I, I didn't if i have to plug one thing at the end it's literally for anyone who's watching this i'd be more than happy uh i guess uh, via you know that's how i told you my my how i got my so i was like I, I hit up burka for advice like literally anyone that's listening wants to talk about this over coffee or something just yeah put our emails in there or something yeah I, well maybe not the email but uh, <laughs> like, uh twitter the, the twitter like seriously just uh i'd be yes. more than happy twitter. to talk about this stuff or help someone guide them through with less ambiguous vague general advice yeah. and crankiness about the state of things people so, are gonna hit you up absolutely let's do it happy to yeah cool awesome yeah. thanks for coming on yeah, all right take care appreciate yeah. it boom that's it that's 25 that was it real talk that was fun. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, give us a shout on Twitter. We're at Design Details FM. Of course, if you enjoyed the show, give us a rating on iTunes and send us some feedback. We love reading your reviews. Huge thanks to LaunchKit for helping us out. Uh, we really appreciate the support. They, they're building these tools that are for designers, whether to save them time by, by sending the work to the developers and project managers so you don't have to do the really frustrating, tedious stuff. But if you do have to, they're making it way easier on you and saving you time regardless. So again, their two products are Review Monitor, which pipes App Store reviews straight into Slack and email, and Screenshot Builder, which helps you make really gorgeous images for your App Store page in minutes in all resolutions with a really beautiful click and drag editor and free sketch templates. They're at launchkit.io. Check them out and thanks so much for supporting Design Details. Thanks again. We will see you Monday with Sebastian DeWitt.